Is there any legitimate justification for not packing Gallagher Iba Arena in Stillwater, Oklahoma? You are Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl related. I want to thank you kindly yet again for making this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State, available on all podcasting platforms, uh, also available on YouTube. And you can find me, your host today, Cody Stovall, at All Day O State on Twitter. That is All Day O State on Twitter. With legends filling up the historic Gallagher-Iba Arena, the house that Ed Gallagher and Henry Iba built. With legends like Bob Curlin, Eddie Sutton, Bill Self, John Starks, Big Country, Bryant Reeves, Randy Rutherford, John Lucas, Desmond Mason, Doug Gottlieb, Ivan McFarlane, Marshall Moses, James on Curry, Kate Cunningham, Marcus Smart, Markel Brown, the grindfather Tony Allen, and the Oklahoma City Thunder's own Lindy Waters. How is it justifiable that we're not bringing big crowds into Gallagher Arena? Now, some of us remember Gallagher Arena before it was extended, right? Uh, I, I remember they were selling bricks. My dad bought a, bought a brick whenever the, the new Gallagher Iba got, got built. So it went from around 6,000, 6, 7,000 seats to 13,000 seats. Uh, and it kind of began the new age of Oklahoma State University, right? Everything um, aesthetically is kind of modeled after Gallagher Arena, including Boone Pickens Stadium, including uh, O'Bray Stadium, which is Oklahoma State's new baseball stadium, which was ranked the top baseball stadium in America two years in a row. If we were playing really bad basketball and people were just completely fed up, like the end of – the Travis Ford era, you couldn't really say actually, okay, that we weren't playing terrible basketball, but it just, it wasn't acceptable, right? It did not live up to the status that Eddie Sutton got to. It didn't live up to the the principles that Eddie Sutton instilled in everybody, right? Yeah, we may have missed uh, our, our opportunity to get Bill Self, but you know, there, there, there's a story behind that as well. There's a story for, for everything, I'm sure. But it just, it really doesn't make sense when you take into consideration this team in particular has brought back Lob Stilly. You guys remember watching what, what Markel uh, Brown could do and what Marcus Smart could do above the rim, even LeBron Nash? Do you remember when Ivan McFarlane and Marshall Moses used to bang bodies down low and make people respect him? Do you remember when Doug Gottlieb and John Lucas were dropping dimes? Do you remember when John Starks could stroke threes back in the day in big country who's out breaking backboards? If you remember all of that, then for nostalgia purposes alone, <clears throat> why are we not inside Galgariba Arena? Because this team is very comparable to the Markel Brown, the LeBron Nash, the Marcus Smart days. Guys, we are looking at multiple, 
potential NBA players. Just like, uh, I don't know, Markel Brown had had a pretty good stint in the NBA with the Brooklyn Nets, and then he bounced around for a little bit after that, including a little bit of time on uh, on Thunder Squad. Marcus Smart, obviously, won Defensive Player of the Year in the NBA. He's doing well. Kate Cunningham is killing it down in Detroit, so he's got a really good building block going forth. So it is not like we can't say we don't have enough Cowboys in the pros right now to not get excited. I don't know about you guys, but for me, uh, growing up, Desmond Mason was that guy. Desmond Mason was that dude. Uh, as I've talked about before, I wore number 17 in every other sport but basketball because of legends R. Devin McCorders and Jimbo McAuliffe, a center fielder for Oklahoma State baseball back in the day. That's the same reason I wore number 34 in basketball is because of a big-time player that I loved watching. That was Desmond Mason. Now, I, you know, for being six foot four, I didn't have very many basketball abilities, much to the chagrin of my dad. It's a sport he hoped that I would excel in. I just, you know, it wasn't my cup of wasn't my cup of taters. Yeah, so if somebody can explain to me how this makes any type of sense, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it because okay, let's go. Bryce Thompson. Five-star, Oki, went to KU, big-time, big-time get for KU. Had some uh, hand injuries in the sport of basketball. It's not really an injury you can get away with. Uh, so, you know, he played a decent amount, but he also had to go through a, an extensive amount of just rehab-type stuff to get his hand ready. Came back home. Thank goodness gracious. And he's a five-star that's got all the tools to be an NBA player. All of them. Every single one of them that you could physically possibly want. Musise. Musise is another five-star, blue-chip, all-American that came to us via Memphis. Thank you, Memphis. And he's the real deal. He's certified going to the NBA. No doubt about it. Will he possibly be teamed up with another potential NBA guy in Caleb Boone? It is possible. Caleb Boone, again, has all the, all the tools. You, you got to remember, guys, a lot of people in his recruiting didn't think that he would last four years in any college anywhere. He was just too good. And he's had, he's had some setbacks, right? He's had some things that have kind of, of hindered him. But this year, we have this Twin Towers thing coming along. So there is nothing but nothing upon upside, upon more upside. Speaking of upside, yeah, you, you, got, you guys saw that, that sneaky little transition there. Please do me a favor. Do yourself a favor. Go download the Upside app for free using the promo code Locked On to get $5 or more back on your first $10 or more purchase. Yes, Turkey Day is behind us, but everybody knows the big ticket items come down to Christmas, right? You got to get uh, you got to get Johnny hooked up with some new cleats, new bats. Uh, you got to get uh, old Susie hooked up with the miniature pony or whatever it is. So you got to put some money back every opportunity you can. So again, download the Upside app for free using the promo code Locked On right now. It could potentially help you save 30% back on groceries in selected cities. They have over 45,000 merchants that they work with, so you're going to be covered almost anywhere you go. And, and we might need some of that extra cash so we can get people in the doors for Galga Arena. I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, it is early on in the season, okay? But 
And if you're if you're somebody that's looking for like an excitement, like what what is the excitement building around Oklahoma State University, Cody? Okay, well, you know, I'm very glad you asked. We are getting prepared at this very moment to go take on the perfect 8-0 undefeated Yukon Huskies in Yukon in their backyard. And they have some some assets that are clearly going to make them the front runner uh, to, to win the Big East. And for, for those who don't know, and for those who, who, who nostalgically remember, the Big East used to be the king of basketball but by, by a mile. Well, now that's the Big 12, and it has been for quite some time as we've won two of the last three national titles and played for three of the last four national titles in the sport of basketball. So we own the sport of basketball. Oklahoma State was tied with Texas Tech being picked fifth. That's not bad, right? Uh, could we? Are we better than fifth talent-wise? Yes. Are the pieces falling into place right now? Not, not exactly yet, but you're seeing it, right? Avery Anderson even alluded to uh, in his most recent interview that the problem that they're having is we're, they're dominating for 20 minutes and then playing below average or at least average for an additional 20 minutes. Now, they've controlled the first halves and, and, and gave up some of the second halves. They've controlled the second half and gave up some of the first half. That's the, the thing is they'll tell you they haven't put a solid, complete game together yet all season, not even close. But, you know, speaking of Avery, uh, he helped us out big time the other day as we uh, took out uh, Prairie View A&M. And this is a Prairie View A&M squad that don't just look at it on, on name value alone. They just beat Washington State, right? And they also beat Arkansas State, which is nothing to, to, to scoff at. They had some ability, and we took them to the woodshed in the second half. Avery Anderson played a nice game, but he'll even tell you he's still not on yet. There hasn't been a game this season yet where Avery Anderson has been on, which is odd because he's a shooter. Came here as a shooter, played a decent amount as a freshman. So, I mean, you, you saw the writing on the wall that he was going to be the main guy going forward eventually as, as he kind of is now, right? He's the, the captain, the focal point of running the show. The guy who's supposed to be responsible for the most points is uh, Bryce Thompson. And he dropped uh, 18 the other day, dropped another 13, shot 50% from the floor as well against uh, uh, Prairie View A&M. Moussa Cisse had another double-double. with his, It's his fourth double-double of the season early on in the season. Leads the Big 12 in block shots. Had four more block shots to go along with his 11-11 double-double. Caleb Boone had a, a off game. His first three, his, his, his career at Oklahoma State, so that's kind of cool. But even Coach Boynton talked after the game about how Caleb's just not on yet. He needs to be more consistent. He has all the NBA talent in the world. It's written all over the stars for him to be able to do so. But consistency is what he lacks, right? Can't have one big game, one flop game. Not that he's had flop games. But you got to think, for somebody that talented, just like Moose Cisse. Moose Cisse and Caleb Boone should be rocking and rolling with double-doubles all the time. And the reason I say that specifically is because coming into this game, I guess UConn, it's going to be vital for the Twin Towers of Stillwater, Oklahoma, to get it done. Because it's going to take every amount of effort 
we have. It's most likely going to take that game that we have failed to produce yet this far, which is uh, rocking and rolling on all fronts. Because UConn is good. UConn is really good. You got to see Keon Williams get 26 minutes. Guys, that's more minutes than Avery Anderson ever got, really, as a freshman, for the most part, right? So he's already seeing big-time minutes early on in the in the season, which you don't see a lot out of Oklahoma State freshmen because we're usually fairly talented all the way across the board. But he's playing a lot, which means he's earned the respect of his teammates. And I, I, I think you could say that he's another one that could potentially be in the NBA. Avery Anderson, big-time four-star get. He's got the skills to be in the NBA. We have multiple NBA dudes on this roster. So what is a good excuse not to show up to Gallagher-Iba Arena? There ain't one, y'all. Even in a loss, you're going to get your money's worth. You're going to see the lobstilly stuff. You're going to see everything uh, go crazy. When, when uh, Bryce Thompson gets hot, when Avery Anderson gets hot, when Moose Cissé's jamming him down, when Caleb Boone is putting on big-time, big-man moves, when Tyreek Smith is deboing everybody out of his way to make things happen, it's going to be exciting. And for the, the younger audience, if you have never experienced a sold-out, packed house, it's, it's got to be on your bucket list. Uh, I remember when I was in the oil field. Oh, I, what year was this? Um, 2014-ish, probably. Yeah, around there. It was around there. 2014, 13, 15, right around that range. Whatever. Um, anyway, so part of my job was um, I got I got perks. We had a suite at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. Um, and then I had the ability to take clients and company men off of, of oil rigs to events, right? To, to just kind of get them to, to realize that we offer far more than the competitors. And I took a, a company man from uh, Kirkpatrick Wool. I took two, two, two from Kirkpatrick Wool to the Oklahoma State Kansas game. And KU was number one or number two in the country. Uh, obviously, that's when we had LeBron Nash, Markel Brown, and Marcus Smart. And, you know, they were giving me a hard time uh, all week going into this this thing. But when I did finally get to take these gentlemen, it was absolutely electric. It was a, a game that we won, which somehow we, we tend to show up for KU every year. Uh, and, and some other games, not necessarily so much, but it was huge. And when we left, right, one of those company men who was a, a diehard, I think Illinois fan. Yeah. And Illinois, you know, they have nothing to scoff at either. They, they have a pretty raucous crowd. Uh, and they've made several kind of big-time style of runs. And he was telling me that, you know, he's been going to games his whole life. He's been to some big-time Syracuse matchups as well. And he said that there was nothing, nothing he's ever done in any sport, anywhere, anytime that was comparable to what was happening that day at Galgrab Arena. He said he couldn't hear for the entire rest of the day. He was texting me the, the, the following day, asking me if we could do discounts and find some way to get him special earplugs and things of that nature. And it's just that experience. And I've taken people that I took a buddy that was a Notre Dame fan. Same thing. If you go to a packed out Gallagher Iba arena, it will change your perception on how sporting events should be. 
It almost spoils you. But the thing of it is, in the Eddie Sunday, so when I was growing up as a kid, going with my dad, it was always packed out. Like, it wasn't even a question. What, was it a sellout? Maybe not. But there was always at least nine to uh, 10, 11,000 people in the arena all the time, every game. It didn't matter. Yes, I do know we lost a little bit of luster over the Travis Ford times. I get that. But if you do not remember what Mike Boynton did for our program last season, maybe, maybe, you know what? Okay, maybe it's not your fault. Here's I'll just break it down real quick. Mike Boynton is that guy that you want your kids to play for, right? And that's it's not going anywhere. It's not going to change. The way that he handled everything last season was breathtakingly remarkable. Last season, the way he handled the BS, bureaucratic, political crap fest of a suspension that we got from the NCAA that still to this day makes zero sense, right? That the crime does not fit the bill when it comes to NCAA. But anyways, I digress. He, Mike Boynton, by himself, deserves this season to be big time. To have people in the seats. Mike Boynton has earned that. This team has earned that. Musa Sise came back. He was supposed to come to OSU and be a one and doneer. Right? After he left Memphis, it, it, you know, he, he didn't reach his full potential. So he thought last year, bada boom, bada bing, bada bang, we were going to do our thing and he was going to take off. Same with Bryce Thompson. These dudes came back because of who? Because, because of Mike Boynton. And now you're seeing crazy cool stuff. Does it always equal W's? Maybe not. But is it worth the price of admission? Absolutely, y'all. Absolutely. No question. So, you know, we, we talked yesterday about doing our part, about how it is inaccurate to assume that us as fans have no bearing in players' retainment and or recruiting. We do. And it's time that we all step up in every avenue that we can because it's only fair. And Mike Boynton earned that. He deserves that. The whole team has, really. So, you know, let's do our part. Okay, but for those of of you who maybe are thinking, okay, Cody, I'm down. I just want to see a little bit of something. I want to see a a little, you know, pizzazz, a a little bit of uh, excitement to get me pumped, to get into Galgrab Arena. Okay, cool. We take on, again, perfect, undefeated, 8-0 UConn that is loaded for bear. So we'll get to them right after this. All right, guys, our partners at Nissan with us, they partnered to create a new segment across all of the Locked On College Network. It's titled Thrilling Moments, and this is where we highlight the most exciting plays uh, from Oklahoma State's previous game over the weekend, or we could pick potential times throughout the history of the alma mater mater as well. Goodness me, words are hard. I'm so sorry. The thrilling new moment from Nissan. For us, I really wanted to go with Stephon Johnson Jr.'s catch uh, because of the way that he put his head down. And he almost drove all the way to the end zone from like the eight-yard line, right? Very impressive. Very impressive grab. And it set us up for a good spot. But I do have to. I have to go 
The thrilling moment for this game to me is Ollie Gordon's 24-yard touchdown, ironically enough, 24 seconds left on the clock. Ollie Gordon looked like that dude, guys. I know that Dominic Richardson is most likely coming back. I know that Jaden Nixon is, is coming back, and he's obviously going to be m- much more healthy. I want to see DeAndre Jackson come back. I love the way that dude runs. But Ollie Gordon's touchdown with 24 seconds left was phenomenal, right? Going to the, the third quarter, coming into the fourth quarter. And we needed it. It was a good run. A lot of several good runs. So that's got to be that, that moment for me, 100%. No questions asked. And your call to action today is to go to NissanUSA.com. Look at the new lineup. Pursue what thrills you with the all-new Frontier, Pathfinder, and or Armada. Available right now at USA, NissanUSA.com. Again, that's NissanUSA.com. Find what thrills you. So there we go. Out of baby, Ollie Gordon. Back to basketball. So we take on UConn. Again, undefeated. They are the only 8-0 squad ranked in the top 25, and they're ranked number 8, which is actually kind of low when you go over kind of what they have. Again, the Twin Towers will have to show up big time in this one because they have the tallest center in the last decade. The dude is 7'2", 270, freshman center, Big Don Donovan Klingon. I watched some of his highlights. I watched some of the recruiting stuff of him getting uh, into UConn. He's from Connecticut, so it was a natural fit. It was a big get for them, and he led them in points uh, in their, their most previous game. But look at the recruiting class. Guys, they had the number six overall recruiting class in America in 2021. Last year was a, a major disappointment for them. So what did they do coming into this year? Well, they switched to a four-out motion offense with an emphasis on getting more one-on-one matchups for Adam Stanogo. This dude is a beast. He's the first person since some random dude nobody probably has ever heard of named Kimball Walker (laughs) to be preseason named Biggie's Player of the Year, right? He is that good, and he's 6'9", right? And then they also have another blue chip. Guys, their recruiting class, 2021, their worst recruit was ranked number 95 in all of America. They had several right around the top 50 range, several. They they are loaded um, for Bear, as as I said previously, much like we are at wide receiver in in football. So not only do they have the the preseason player of the year in Adam Sonogo, and they have the 7'2", 270-pound Donovan Klingon, they've also got another blue chip, and Alex Caravan, who happens to also be 6'8 and from IMG Academy. Richie Springs, he's 6'9. Uh, they got Naheem Alin transferring from Virginia Tech, who's a big time scorer, slasher, driver. They also got Hassan uh, Nayera, no, Diara, whatever. I feel like I probably ruined that. And I apologize to that young man, Hassan Diara. There it is. Got it. Nailed it. Second time's a charge. Again, words are hard. My apologies. And he actually came because his brother is on staff there. And he was the number one rated recruit in all of you, uh, Connecticut last year coming out of high school. Chose Texas A&M for the, you know, you could probably guess why. And now he gets to come back home to play with his brother on staff at UConn, which is his home state school. 
Uh, not to mention uh, Jordan Hawkins was another blue chip. They have everything you could physically possibly need and want to make a massive run in March. So this is a team that has all of the talent to make the Elite Eight. No questions asked. Easily. If everything falls into place, easily they could make the Elite Eight. They're talented enough to make the Final Four. So if you're like, okay, okay, Cody, we're not going to be quite that good. Maybe. Maybe not. But let's just let's just say after it took Mike Boynton lighting a fire and letting go of a of a um very eloquent tirade to get his team fired up, if we can carry that over from the second half of Prairie View AM. And if we play them very, very tight through the entirety of the game, we should be a Galgrab Arena. No doubt. If we play them super close, like 1.2 points, we should definitely be in Galgrab Arena for the next one. If we beat the number eight team in America, we better daggone be fully loaded in Galgrab Arena. And the next game that we have at Gallagher Arena is it's a big one. We're playing an, another undefeated Sam Houston squad that has already knocked off OU. They've already knocked off Utah. They've already beaten Northern Illinois. So not only do we come off of the biggest game of the season by, by far, we then follow it up with another undefeated team who's already knocked off several, several big-time schools. So again, if we hang tough against UConn, we should have some butts in the seats in Galgraba. If we play them to overtime, we should definitely have some butts in the seats of Galgraba. If we beat them, there is zero excuses, and we should all be ashamed and embarrassed of ourselves if we can't pack out Galgraba Arena for Sam Houston, who's a it's a big game. And the reason that it's also more important is because we go. Two weeks after that, before we get to play at home again. And we have some major competition. We play Virginia Tech. Then we'll play uh, Wichita State. Then we'll play Corpus Christi. And then we take on the big bad wolf of KU. So between this coming game against Sam Houston on December 6th in Galgraba Arena, we won't have the opportunity to be inside Galgraba Arena again until Corpus Christi, like December 20th, 21st, something like that. It is unacceptable to not at least go have the experience. How does our student body not just get invigorated and enthralled just to be inside Galgriba for anything? I don't get that. Maybe I'm old school. Well, I guess I am old school. There's no maybe to it. But I'm not old enough to think that we're inept at, at talent, that we're inept at the ability to put butts in the seats. Why? Because I've seen that place packed more times than I can count. We, again, we need to help with re-recruiting. We need to help with recruiting. And we need to help teach our student body how phenomenal of an experience it is to pack out Gallagher Iba for anything. 
and how important it is. Basketball, I would argue, carries more momentum from, from the crowd than football does. Just because it's it's more intimate of an environment. Your 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 Iba is much like Boone Pickens, right? The people say Boone Pickens is hard to play in because the fans are right on top of you and the paddle people go crazy. Galgariba's the same way. Galgariba, I do know for a fact, at one point in time, I, I believe I was in high school or right out right outside of high school, that uh, Galgariba Arena was number one in all of college basketball for the Richter scale uh, uh, seismograph testing. I do believe that the fog, um, Allen Fieldhouse in, in Lawrence, Kansas, has since surpassed that, as has Coach K Court at Duke, I believe. Those are the only two schools, I think, that have passed us on that Richter scale test. So, again, if we get it packed out, you get 13,000 people in Gallagher Arena, it's, an, it's, it's unlike anything else you can experience, even if you pack out a massive uh, Boone Pickens Stadium. So, maybe the only comparable experience to a big time packed out Galgariba game is the experience from Boone Pickens Stadium last year when we won Bedlam. It was electric. You had chills. It was crazy, right? Galgariba does that every single time it's packed, y'all. Every single time it's packed to the brim, you get that experience. So let's do our part. And uh, yeah, tomorrow we have. Coach, recruiting extraordinaire, Stefan Johnson Sr. on the show. So get pumped up for that one. Other than that, that's all we got today. I love you all. God bless. As always, go Pokes. And get pumped up for tomorrow as we have guests. And then get pumped up even more for Thursday as we have Tatum Bell on the show. And more to come. All right, y'all. See you tomorrow.